Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This is Damaris Maria Grossman, and this is the Mindfully Integrative Show. And today we have an amazing mindful chat with Dr. Swathi, and she is going to teach and talk to you about all the wonderful things that she does in her practice with her clients and her patients, and how she's kind of um, integrated her health into many ways. So she has a, a lot to share with you, and I can't wait for her and for those to meet and see her. Thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, as I say to those that are first listening, you know, what's a little fun fact that someone may not know about you? Ooh, a little fun fact. Um, I guess it's associated with my my hobby. Um, I really love to travel. And so something people may not know about me is that um, I've been to over 30 countries and most of them have been solo backpacking trips. Solo backpacking. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. What, um, what, do you have any favorites or things that you liked at a different time in your life, certain periods? Um, ooh, one of my favorite cities, I have to say, is um, Ho Chi Minh in Vietnam. I really love Ho Chi Minh. Um, I would also say Helsinki is a place I would move. Um, so I loved it there as well. <laughs> what, what, what do you think was it that brought you to either one of those places that was like drawing to stay or to go back? I think it's the the combination of the people that I met there. The people in both of the places were so kind. Mm. Um, and then the food was incredible. And just the overall, it just has this like atmosphere of inclusivity. I don't know how else to explain it. Like everyone is so diverse, but that's it beautiful. Still feels like you can belong even though you're not from there. Oh, that's, that's really beautiful. I had a friend that had gone to Vietnam and said she absolutely loved it. She said it was oh, just well, amazing. Most- underrated country I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. She had said that too. I think she went for some work for school or something mm-hmm. and she said, Oh, it ended up being amazing. So yeah, exactly. she had really enjoyed it. I love traveling too. I just haven't gotten as much. I mean, a little bit, but here and there. And then a couple of years ago, I did some, um, uh, in a van all around the country. And then I traveled oh, wow. in Europe too, but not as much as I'd love to say. I'd love to do more for sure. And everything was put on pause the past few years. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, as my little ones get a little bit older, I'll get back into more traveling too. Mm. So let's get back into you and talk more about how you're making a difference for yourself, obviously, and for others. So let's kind of get into where, you know, where did you start Dr. Swathi? So, mm-hmm. um, your story, obviously, you know, your medical um, degree, but also just in your history, just like, how did it get it to where you are now? Because not everybody says, hey, I want to just do something in integrative health. I mean, that's like a conversation, you know, there's usually a turning point and, um, or something that makes, or someone in their family that's given them a different thing. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So I was someone who was always interested in integrative and preventative health. And yeah. Um, I thought as a pharmacist, you know, and that was something that I'd be able to be a part of because in my, you know, in, in my experience before pharmacy school, I saw pharmacists on the corner of, you know, and in every single drugstore. Um, but also in the drugstores, there are a bunch of supplements, there are other like things that can optimize health and wellness. So I thought that pharmacists, you know, would really have that balance between the two. Um, but of course, I went to pharmacy school, graduated, and noticed that that was not the focus of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to focus what I'm doing on that because um, when the way that I define integrative health, and I call myself an integrative health pharmacist, really what that means to me is that we're able to integrate every which health and wellness and healing modality and really not only integrate them, not only combine them, but put the patient at the center of the discussion. And so we call it patient-centered shared decision-making. And so that is really exactly what it sounds like laying out all the potential options of all these, you know, modalities, someone could look, be more interested in meditation or nutrition or supplementation or optimizing their movement, or like, there's so many different ways that we can improve our daily, you know, living really. Um, And so I think the most important thing is seeing what the patient's treatment goals are and being able to lay out all the different options and help guide them on a journey that helps them figure out what fits best with their lifestyle and of course their goals. So that's a little bit about how I guess how I see integrative health and I see it just evolving and changing every day. And it's, it's so exciting. Honestly, it's, it's such a great um, area to be in because there's so much change and so much, so, so many more people becoming a part of our, you know, like small circle, which is you know, our small little tribe as I call it, but I'm so excited about it. Yeah. As a, as a family nurse practitioner and, you know, and when I got my doctorate in the, in that integrative space and I, if for, I could not agree with you more patient centered, just a different conversation of that. It's okay to think outside of just that one pill or that one, one medicine. And, and that's what you're doing is so important because I think people are afraid to talk about, oh, they just gave me this one blood pressure medication. Is there anything else for me? And you're like, and when, when we don't talk outside of that, you go, there is more, you know, and you're, and you're here to bring that to the everyone. And, and exactly. I, yeah, I mean, I, I hands full, I, I'm totally with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think it's so important too, for more pharmacists and more healthcare professionals like us to get involved in this space, because there's so much knowledge that we bring that is so important to, of course, helping our patients, but that paired with the preventative and curative, really putting those together is amazing. And so that's why when I decided I wanted to do this, you know, there's no clear path for a pharmacist who wants Mm -hmm. to do this. Um, Right. Yeah. You kind of made your own path, right? Yeah, I did. I did. So I found an incredible mentor and we decided to start the first ever and still only pharmacy residency program. So postdoctoral training program for pharmacists interested in pursuing this unconventional path. So, oh, I love it. Oh my God. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yes. That's really exciting. I know I'm hoping to, to, um, at some point do more, um, work for integrative nurse for nurse. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, there is a big platform for us, but, um, you know, on the NP side, cause yeah, I'm just a big, I'm, I'm a big, um, obviously we're, we're big proponents of it for both mm-hmm. of us and our professions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's amazing. That congratulations. That must've been a, mm-hmm. uh, a big uh, step 
in the right definitely way. definitely mm-hmm. um and how do you feel that's been so let's talk you know if you want to talk more about um, how that is with your clinician side with the ones mm-hmm. that you've taught and then also um discuss maybe like a client or patient that you've worked with Yeah, absolutely. So in my residency, and then a bit after that as well, I've had a chance to interact with a lot of different patients and a lot of different scenarios. And so um, my training in particular was at both the independent natural pharmacy, um, which was an incredible place to learn because as I was delving into homeopathy or clinical nutrition, and I had questions about those things or traditional Chinese medicine, um, the place where I trained actually had licensed practitioners in all of those realms. So I was able to go to them and shadow them and ask them questions and really learn from the experts. So that was amazing. And then I also um, was able to train at a clinic. Um, so it was an HIV focused clinic, a nonprofit clinic, um, both um, in the LA area. And so There, I was able to actually implement a medical therapy management program, which is just like a fancy pharmacy term for the opportunity to sit down one-on-one with the patient and go through their medications. But because I have my background, I actually called it like a comprehensive MTM program. So I was able to sit down with them, talk about their medications, but also address any concerns they had with nutrition and, you know, any other wellness modality. And a lot of them were interested in cannabis and CBD. So I was able to um, shed some light and educate them on that. So, um, that has been like, those two are really incredible, honestly, for training and really getting such a wide variety of experience so early on in my career. Um, and then after that, I've had a chance to work on some online courses. Um, and so I've gotten to delve into education in that way. Um, and I helped write the first ever online course for, um, for pharmacists, for um, practitioners interested in learning about integrating cannabis as medicine into their, um, into their entire scope of practice. Um, so that was amazing. And then also, um, more recently I was able to put together, um, a webinar series with my previous mentor, um, the one who I started the residency program with, um, and that was also focused on healthcare professionals. So a lot of what I've done, I guess on the like online education side has been for practitioners, but something that I'm really excited about and something that I really enjoy is still being able to educate, um, not only providers, but also patients. And so I've been able to work with some online platforms and provide my insight. Um, and whether that's in an article or a quote or something like that, and I'm still able to provide it from that educational standpoint at the current moment, I don't work with patients as much. Um, you used anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I still have a chance to like impact people on, on a wider oh, of scale. Of course. I mean, mm-hmm. educating them. I mean, just by being on this podcast or, you know, um, mm-hmm. people are going to reach out to you and, and find you and, and be educated and um, find your insight and every little, you know, um, pearl that someone can find out and learn is important, yeah. you know, and you've made a difference. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be one-on-one to make a difference nowadays. It's um, exactly. especially with the power of, and it's good to have, you know, quality, educated, you know, um, as evidence-based and quality information from individuals like us professionals that can, you know, people can reach out to instead of just kind of looking at, you know, whatever is on the internet or. or And that's honestly the most important thing that you just mentioned is um, I call it like evidence-based scientifically driven content. That is always what I go for. And I think, especially being in this space, there's so much misinformation out there. There's a lot of misinformation. Um, And so, 
Yeah, exactly. And so a lot of people are, you know, I feel like at this point, we are at the age of the conscious consumer and consumers want to know this information. Patients really want to know what they can do to really better their lives of the, for themselves, for their loved ones, um, and everyone in their community. And so if we can be a part of educating, that's just the best thing that we could do as healthcare professionals to help them, you know, and empower them to make the right decision for them. Yeah, you you bring up a great point to have them be empowered more mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to make changes is, is so utterly important. Um when you've worked with these, um, now that you've kind of transitioned a lot and with the clinicians, how has that been? Was that a little challenging or, you know, um, I know for, in my profession, there's like, there's the, the haves that were those that don't believe and those that don't do agree. And those that are just like always skeptical. Um, did you have any challenges with your post-residency with people like even like wanting to, was this a, um, is this an elective or is this partial or is this, um, they take it after they take it's posters. So they, they choose to take it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to like apply and, and be selected and make sure it's like the right fit, fit on right. both ends. Yeah. So it's a postdoctoral training, so it is not required by any okay. means. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I mean, it's, it's amazing that that many people are interested in it and I keep getting yeah. inquiries about it. Um, so there definitely is like a growing interest, but, and I would say like growing interest from the patient, uh, sorry, patient. Wow. <laughs> from the student population yeah, um, of yeah, people of who are joining the workforce and they want to be a part of this. So that's amazing. But um, from the current practitioner standpoint, as you mentioned, it's being in the space is very polarized. I would say there are people in the space who are very, you know, only one way or the other. And I try to be one of those people that's in between the two. Like I see the value of supplements and nutrition, but I also see the value of prescription medication. Of course, that's why we're integrative. That is why we're integrative. I was like, I talk about it all the time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I feel like a lot of people in this space that that I meet, like the holistic space overall, they're very one or the other. They are. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and then I would also um, argue that too, in like the conventional space, people are very like one-sided or the other. Yeah, they're right. Um, so trying to bridge that with science, I always just come back bridge to- Bridge that. Oh, you beautifully mm-hmm. said it. Uh, I could not have agreed with you more. Mm -hmm. I explained to someone on a daily basis, just because I'm integrative does not believe, does not mean I don't believe in evidence-based or science. I'm a highly educated woman and you're a highly educated (laughs) woman, doctor. Like, and we are here to make a difference and to help the priorities, helping themselves, helping our patients and to do it safely. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not, it doesn't always have to be, one and I think that's where we're trying to have the conversation and ha- I mean that's why I started this this podcast to get people to just talk about things you know and be okay with it not the I guess it's a gray area maybe that's mm-hmm. the word I I, I mean uh, it's a whole other conversation we could have probably on another podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no you bring up such a great point um, when you started to kind of go in this direction, right? I know that you said that you've had it in your family and you saw it and like you were at, what, was there anything that additionally drove, drove you to this? Like any of like health issues for yourself or family health issues that you were like, I need to do something more? Um, I wouldn't say that it was anything like personal necessarily, yeah. um, but um, I think it was just ob- observing as a pharmacist when I started doing rotations and started 
like really started fielding questions from a lot of family members and friends that that wanted to know more about pharmacy, wanted to they had questions about, you know, for example, a lot of people have questions on drug supplement interactions or drug herb interactions. And I realized that in my curriculum, that was not really something I could answer. And mm-hmm. so I had to go and figure out what resources were out there and then what else we could do to learn that kind of information to field those types of questions. And I think that like that was a big catalyst. The other one was um, being a part of and, and starting actually when I was in pharmacy school, I was able to start um, a diabetes education program at a nonprofit clinic. And so there oh, that's so important. To- Oh yeah, absolutely. And so I was able to interact with so many patients. Like I still think about some of those patients. They were just, they were just so, it was, it was so eye opening. but they were just the kindest people. And so I was able to interact with them. And that was also a really, shed a really, um, shed a really big light for me on, um, from a patient perspective, what, they, what types of questions they had and the same types of questions that kept coming over, kept coming up over and over again too. What, um, what was like a, a main tip? I mean, I'm going to ask you, you know, mm-hmm. like what was like a mindful tip that you have for someone, but what was like a quick question that they would come up? Diabetes. I mean, I, I can imagine it. There's probably a bunch, but Yeah, I think that a lot of people were confused with when people were like, oh, your sugar levels, people really wanted to know what that meant. Um, so I was very like pleasantly surprised with all these patients being so like genuinely interested in wanting to learn about it. Um, and so these patients, you know, it was a nonprofit clinic. They did not have to be there. They're going out of their way to try to better their, you know, health and wellness. And so they were able to get free care. They were able to get free products and, and everything. And they, they valued it and they wanted to come and learn. So that was something that, that when they were like, oh, you know, the doctor just left. So the doctor would come in, talk to them or the NP. And then I would go in and talk to them after. And I was almost that, that in-between person where they're able to be like, so the doctor said this, what does that mean? So I was That's able great. to answer. It gives them extra questions. Any, um, mm-hmm. and then have, did you, did they always ask like what the numbers were or how much they should have in a day? Yes, absolutely. That was the, that I was going to say after they asked, you know, what does sugar mean? And, and like, how, how do I monitor sugar and things like that? So reviewing things like their glucose monitor, a lot of those types of questions um, that, that you would expect, I guess. But um, a lot of um, patients had questions about diet. A lot Good. of them. No, I mean, I, they need to. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have more conversations about it, right? I yeah. mean, what what you're putting in your mouth and your body is, is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um well, I, I like, I, I think that's quite interesting. I think the more and more conversations that we have in that direction is, is um, utterly important. Yeah. Um, was there anything that you would like to share before we, you know, um, go I'm in, uh, a mindful way or mindful tip mm-hmm. that you would like to add in for the day? Yeah. I mean, I mean, so many things. I know. I know um, if there's one for now, cause I want them to reach out to you. So I want you to, you know, see how, um, let them know how they can reach you. Also. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I guess the one thing for now, I would say that has taken me a really long time. I think it's still like a process every single day that, that I go through to try to improve this. But um, I recently read this book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and she's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Highly recommend to everyone. And she talks about this concept of being present and the importance of being present in the moment and how that really helped her. She, she calls it actually like finding and embracing stillness 
it's like really poetic and beautiful the way that she talks about it. Um, and so, and she gives very like, of course, concrete examples to match with that and, and how finding stillness and just like embodying the full you all the time and just being so comfortable in who you authentically are has like helped lead her on such an incredible journey to where she is now as this like very accomplished author and mother and wife and and everything so that sounds beautiful I've not read her book but uh I could not agree with her more Mm -hmm. the more that I am in tune with my inner self and in that moment I'm a better person. Mm-hmm. So, and I try to talk to people each and every day about having these mindful ways as I call it, but whatever that is, I, I want it. I want people more and more people to get into it. <laughs> Absolutely. There's so many different things that we can do. And, totally. and I think that that is, that's one of the things that the thing I just mentioned, I think that's one of the things that everyone can do. Um, but so many of the other practices, I think just comes down to what the the patient or the other person's interested in. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's your one tip? What's your one that you really like doing for yourself? The Being mindfulness? The present. Um, not even just mindfulness, just um, like your, yeah, mind, a mindful way, whether it's, uh, I mm-hmm. call it, but any integrative tip that you love to do for you, what's your go-to? Yeah. yeah um, one of mine would be just like turning off everything and just being one with you know, the environment, whatever, wherever I am. So I actually really enjoy that. I found that that silence has really brought me a lot of peace. Um, and I really love that. So, um, and of course, silence can mean different things to different people. To me, it's not being distracted by anything. Right. Um, and so um, to me, like going on a walk and not bringing my phone, not bringing anything that will distract me and just taking in my surroundings, like feeling the air on my face and the breeze through my hair, like just those like very simple things and trying to spend more time in nature and trying to plan weekend trips and, and things around that to try to disconnect to things so that I can feel really energized to reconnect during the week. That's beautifully said. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. uh, I hope people, um, you know, as we're on these podcasts and connecting with them and doing these things, it's great, but um, it's kind of like the me and you telling everyone it's okay to not listen to us and <laughs> like mm-hmm. unconnect for a second. And no, not even just, I, I could not agree with more. I just think people need to reset all the time, you know, mm-hmm. in their day. Um, I, I call it in the you for the mindfulness, unplug and reset. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you so much for being on the show. And I would love to know how people can reach you. I mean, I'm going to have it in the show notes, but is there one uh, website that they can reach you directly? Yeah, you can um, reach me through my website. I have a message board there. Um, so that's drswathi.com. So doctor spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-S-W-A-T-H-I.com. That's one way. Um, others, you can follow me on Instagram or you're also welcome to message me through that as well. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and thanks for those watching and listening. Um, I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love having conversations like this. So Yay. anytime. <laughs> of course. And I'd love to have you back again. We got to talk about that gray area and other yeah. things, <laughs> mm-hmm. but thanks guys for um, being and listening and watching and you find and make sure you find a mindful way each and every day. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site.
If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.